0: Hey everyone, this is Sam Uh, I just wanted to jump in at the beginning of the podcast Just to do a quick update uh, And also just to say that I forgot to do something Um, So at the end of the podcast When we normally do the whole ramble on about... um you know, you can find the podcast at different places. I just forgot about it. So I'm going to do it right now at the start uh, and also to just give a quick little update. Um, so you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and you can search us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, uh, also by searching Welcome Back Pod. as uh, three different words. Um, but you can also check out welcomebackpod.com for all the links to those things. Uh, if you want to check that out, that's a bit easier. Um, And big update to Jacob's, uh, our guest, Uh, his Kickstarter, uh, like maybe 30 minutes after we stopped recording, uh, it got funded. So it's fully funded, which is amazing. Uh, Congratulations to Jacob. Um, And if you want to check it out and maybe support it, like definitely do that. Uh, There are some cool stretch goals up there that would be rad to meet. Um, And yeah, all that information is talked about in the episode, so you don't have to worry about it right now. Um, But I just wanted to give that quick update. Congrats, Jacob and Bumboy, on funding your book. Uh, I'll put it in this tape and you can get started on the podcast.
1: You gotta be the little boy in this case. You gotta yeah. do the whole, you are who you choose to be. <laughs>
0: you, you are who you choose to be.
1: I am Groot. Feelings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome back.
1: Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan, and once again... <laughs> Andrew is not here. <laughs> uh, seems like every other week he's just gone. Uh,
1: so I have a very special guest. My good friend. It's me. I'm Jacob. I am Bun Boy. I make comics and things. Hell
0: yeah!
1: Yeah! Um, so before we get into
0: the Iron Man... No, nope, the Iron <laughs> Giant... The big metal boy. The big... <laughs> the <laughs> biggest, most metal boy. He
1: likes punk rock, too. He really does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, d- uh, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, the Kickstarter's almost fully backed. With, Hell yeah! Yeah, 14,000 today, which is nutty. Um, just hit 12,000 followers on Instagram, so, like, things are going really, really good with uh, Bond Boy and stuff, and just general in life, life has been really good. How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm tired. Alright. Tired. Yeah. yeah I've been like on and off sick. Mm. And
0: like yeah, it was it's not great. Yeah. No bueno. No. But we watched a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um and we're gonna talk about it in a in a sec.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh do you want do we wanna tell folks how we know each other? Yeah. Sure We went to high school together Mm-hmm. back
1: in the day. Yeah. Uh and Hey, we did some improv and things together, and we yeah. went on a trip to New York together to work with a group. Uh, I believe it was like Artistic New Directions at the time. I have no idea. Um, and, it was yeah. a bunch of improv. It was a bunch of improv. Yeah, Appreciate they're all like stuff. it was. It was cool. It was fun. And then yeah, we got to chatting and then we touched base when you came back to Edmonton. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Yo, you want to play D and D? And then like, you were like, Whoa, yeah. do you want to play Pathfinder? And I was like. Yeah, and then we started playing some D&D and Pathfinders, and yeah. yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Recording a podcast. A podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so the reason that we're having you on mm-hmm. this week and not some other week mm-hmm. uh, is because of the Kickstarter that you mentioned. yeah. This is a very slight... We don't have a very large audience, but mm. we have a slight audience, and this is some cool promotion stuff. Yeah. And you're a pal. Do you mm. want to tell the folks about your Kickstarter? Do you want to do that later? Yeah, That's I can up talk to about you. Kickstarter. Do, how about do, like, a little bit now?
1: Yeah, like... And you then know, we'll do stuff Give them stuff a little later. taste. Yeah, we'll tease then make it. Just tease them. Um, yeah, tease them. Just uh, flick those nips. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so A Boblin's Tale is a Kickstarter I started... Um, about 50 days ago. We've got 11 days-ish to go. Um, It is about a small little goblin that popped up in one of my comics, and um, after the comic aired, I decided what would happen if this little goblin that was just an improvised, like, one-off gag had, like, a full-blown backstory. So I started um, looking into backstories of other characters I've made, um, backstories of uh, players I've played with and stuff, and the things that, like, stood out the most to me. And then um, I worked on making a full story. And yeah, so the Kickstarter is backing that. And then there's a little goodies with that. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think it was a little teeth, little, a little, little teeth. Little yeah, it was a little flick. Mm-hmm, little <laughs> <laughs> Not a full pinch, just a no, flick. Just a just a, quick, <laughs> just
0: a quick flick of the nip. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Iron Giant. This lovely, lovely film from goddamn 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah! Uh, 20 years ago, man. This movie is wonderful.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And I love this movie. I remember watching this movie a lot when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just, like, overall, this movie has always been so good. Brad Bird is amazing. Yeah. Uh, And deserves much love for what he does. Mm Um yeah, I mean, like I, I said this when we started watching it. Like, I don't remember it like actively. Yeah. But as soon as stuff was happening, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I like remember the cult. little gun and yeah. like, the, the eating and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this movie, Dean. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think this movie is great, mm-hmm. and you picked it, so it's, yeah.
1: I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's whatever. Yeah, it's like one of those movies that I give like a solid three out of like to (laughs) um no i love this movie i uh when i was little i i had the vhs set that came with the iron giant little guy oh yeah um so yeah yeah and i and i used to watch the movie and like get him to do the actions of the movie because i was just head over heels like every single scene i used to be able to recite um i would just watch that film like over and over on loop and then I came back to it um, a while ago because my nieces wanted to know like what kind of movies I liked because they were watching things like like Frozen, Shrek, Wreck It Ralph, things like that. And then I decided like, hey, I'm going to show them something that I really liked as a kid. And like, even after coming back to it, like I just bawled on the couch, and like they were just like, Uncle, why are you crying? And I was like, Why am I not? <laughs> <laughs> why are you not crying, little child? You, you insensitive little children. <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah, this movie is just, oh, so good. Oh. Just full of goodness mm-hmm. and love. Um, yeah. So let's talk about uh, these folk. Uh, yeah. Let's save Brad Bird for the end, because he's mm-hmm. sort of the big star of this one. We yeah. that. Uh, so we have a wonderful cast of mm-hmm. voice actors and, and such. Uh, mm-hmm. M. Emmett Walsh uh, as, who is this guy?
1: Earl, Earl Stutz? Stutz? I think the boat guy? Yeah, I believe so at the beginning. The guy who was like, yo, uh, I'm not crazy. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we have John Mahoney mm-hmm. as the General Rogard. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty, he's dope as fuck. He's great. His he's, voice he's, quality is yeah. phenomenal. It's wild. Yeah. like um,
1: Yeah, it's just so good.
0: Oh, so good. Uh, we have let's talk about uh christopher mcdonald is cunt no kent mansley uh kent mansley (laughs) christopher mcdonald Mm -hmm. the agent
1: yeah the the skipper sport chief bucko (laughs) i that scene gets me every time because i catch myself saying that to people like sometimes like uh Whenever I was working at camp, I'd be like, "Hey, how can I help you? Sports, skipper, buckaroo." And I'm, I'm just like, that scene plays in my head. Whenever I do that, I'm like, "Am I becoming this guy?" <laughs> I don't think you want to be. No, this I don't guy. want to become this guy at all. But it's trash. Um, yeah, he's awful. Muffet, what are you doing? But no, his. Uh... <laughs> I've had to start dealing with my cats during recordings. So great. They're so cute, though. Look at it. They're just noisy. <laughs> They're they're good guests, They're great. I love them. (laughs) It's just one of the podcasts. It's just going to be cat noises in the background. What did you think of this film? (laughs) Meow. Oh, well, well, thank you. I have no doubt that one day that'll happen. Like, Andrew
0: will pause and be thinking, and then Ebenezer will, like, meow, and I'll be like, oh, Oh, great, cool, thanks for (laughs) your thoughts. Like, I think that's going to happen, and it's going to be wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have... Uh, let's talk about Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. as Dean McCoppin. Yeah, the... <laughs> the greatest
1: last name. <laughs> McCoppin, McCoppin uh,
0: He's great. Yeah, he's really good. He has that like smooth. 90 mm-hmm. well not 90 but like you know that artsy oh yeah
1: sort of like it's art yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, everything about him he's just such like a likable character from the get-go yeah. even though he's kind of like he almost at the beginning comes off as like a kind of weird dude like how he's like talking and then just like throughout the film you're like no i actually really like this yeah, guy Yeah, he's great mm-hmm. um
0: and then we have uh, the always wonderful Jennifer Aniston yeah. as Annie Hughes. I did not realize it was Jennifer Aniston all these years. Yeah, I didn't
1: I didn't know for the longest time, but then, yeah, when I found out, I was like, huh, huh. wild. She's yeah. great. I yeah, love yeah, Aniston. She's so good. She's so good. Hormel mm-hmm. Bosses is amazing. <laughs> she's so funny. I just really like, uh, in the film, too, it, like... Her and, and Hogarth throughout it like have like a lot of good like uh like dynamic that parent kinda of like, oh this kid, come on. But yeah. also like she yeah, she's great throughout the film. Yeah. The,
0: yeah. I think the, the relationship that they have is like both a testament to their voice acting, but also a testament to the script. Yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. It's written in a very realistic way. Yeah, it's about a giant robot, but yeah. it's like it feels like yeah, that's how that relationship mm-hmm. would work. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Hogarth, let's talk about the Iron Giant. Uh, yeah. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Din Diesel. Vin-, Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. The man
1: of few words and millions of dollars. And so many tears. When Groot does the thing, <laughs> you cry. When the giant does the thing, you cry. Yeah. Vin Diesel's just sitting there in a voice acting booth like, yeah, I made you cry. Yeah, he's With like standing feet, on like... some stilts he's just like, <laughs> I am... Groot. And, and then start crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: He collects I the tears for something. I think that's how he stays so young. Ah, oh, yeah. Head so
1: shiny, he stays <laughs> so young, just all from our tears. Yeah. He,
0: he is a, a... I feel like if anyone's an immortal, it's Vin Diesel. It's,
1: yeah, that makes sense. Right? Well, he loves d d he loves voice acting and stuff like that. So he's not only an immortal, he's the immortal I want to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just rubs the tears of of
1: his work into his, into his bald head, and it lets him live. Yeah, he's so good. Like, I love the the idea of that. Like, the learning throughout the film. Like, you can see like his diction like changes throughout yeah. it. That very like childlike like. The rock, like, the first time he says it is very, like, nonsensical. It's the almost rock. not even a word. And then by the end, like, he's saying, like, clear, crisp words. And yeah. and everything he's saying is, like, kind of he's repeating. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool, like, how they set that up. Like, the, the, the you stay, I go thing. Like, that gets me because, like, Hogarth says that, right? Yeah. And he just delivers that so well. So.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Eli Ma- Marenthal? Mar- Marienthal? Mar- Marienthal? Yeah.
1: that's so a... One of those.
0: Mm-hmm. For Hogarth Hughes. Uh, so good. He's so good. And he was like
1: 12 when they were yeah. like, like, recording lines. Like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. He's so good. It's just like the whole time he's so dynamic. Like, when he's being playful, like, you hear that, like, childlike voice. Yeah. When he's watching the film, like, the whole, you're gonna get it. Like, that's yeah. all just, like, voice acting and stuff, but it's so complementary with it's, the animation. Uh, and it's, it's so so like, good. So, so wonderful. Well done, Eli. Well done. 20 years ago, you made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely
0: wonderful. Um, And Mm -hmm. that's the cast. Overall, the cast is... The cast is so good. Yeah, like each one of them. solid voice acting. Mm -hmm. It's hard to talk about voice acting a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. But very, very well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then, we have... uh, Ted Hughes wrote the book The Iron Man, Yeah, uh, which I've never read, but I watched the What's the Difference on it. It's very interesting. I yeah. highly recommend it for everyone to check that out, because mm. it's very different, like the book. Yeah. Because the... the I, we'll talk about this in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. I have to come up with topics to talk about. <laughs> Fuck! Andrew! Andrew! I thought he was gonna be here! Andrew, okay. how could you do this? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, then we got Tim... McCanley McCannleys, McCannleys, McCanleys. My can't lie. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> McCann lies. McCann lies. Uh he wrote it along with Brad Bird and mm-hmm. Brent Forrester. Yes. Um Yeah. Stop it, you can't. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with stop. Oh.
1: Immediately start again. Time. So good.
0: Uh so Tim McCann lies. Uh, he hasn't written a whole lot. He's recently. on Smallville
1: for a while. Did he die? Is that why? No, it doesn't say
0: so. I, I hope that's not the
1: way we find out. <laughs> it's just, did he did die? He, did he die? <laughs> oh, no.
0: He did something, he directed a
1: thing in 2003.
0: This mm? That's his most recent work. Uh, so yeah, he wrote this, and a movie called Secondhand Lions, which I've never oh. heard of, which he also directed... And then he also wrote and directed The Two Bobs, which I've also never heard of. Uh, but then he was a concept writer on Smallville. For almost 200 episodes. For, yeah, it looks like the, like the whole show, which is sort of wild. I never yeah. watched Smallville. Did you watch Smallville?
1: I watched Bits and Pieces um, because a lot of my friends really enjoyed it. It's yeah. like the whole like Superman stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, and, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, the the parts I have watched I've enjoyed. I thought they were really cool. Yeah. Um, You can tell it's definitely like uh, uh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's a superhero show on TV at the time. Like all the like anytime he uses super speed and stuff, you can see like green lines around (laughs) him and stuff. And it's just like all right, I like this JPEG I'm watching. So, um, but it's it's a it's a pretty good show. I I would recommend. All right, people are. I've never never watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, Brent
0: Forrester. Uh, Ooh, he's been a producer. He's a busy boy. Oh yeah. Uh, So he wrote on the Ben Stiller show back in the day. All right. Uh, He wrote a few early episodes of The Simpsons. Wrote an episode of King of the Hill. Oh, he wrote some stuff for Bob and uh, Mr. Show. Oh, cool. Mr. Show is great. If you watch Mr. Show, I have not. It's so funny. Moffat, stop it. (laughs) Stop. Where's the thing? There it is. Oh boy, it's playtime. Get down. There's recording. Playtime for the play. boys. Uh, Mr. Show is so funny. Yeah, it's where a lot of like those that sort of era of like comedians got there. like Jack Black was on it. Um, really, oh, I love Tom that. Kenny was on it. No way. Uh, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of great people were on this show. It's so cool. funny. A lot of it is not aged well. Um, mm. But a lot of it has the sketch. I'm sure you've seen the 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 screenshot of um, uh, David Cross like standing in front of like a podium that says NASA and, it, and it's just like the quote like America can, will, and should blow up the moon. Oh <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. That's I a can. sketch on the show. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, the monologue is like so funny. Okay. You, everyone, you go that. check out some Mr. Show sketches. Some of them Mr. are really show. bad. And like have not aged well because it was the like mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um but some of it is so funny. Nice. Um then he wrote The Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. Then he wrote it on he wrote on The Office. Cool. Uh which I'm I don't like The Office. I
1: love The Office. I, I just it. finished my second full watch through. I hate the Oh man, I don't think it's funny at all. There's some episodes I have to skip because it's like really like it's that the the cringe humor they go for. I'm like yeah. I like peel inward, <laughs> like <laughs> like I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, but like the stuff that's fine. I don't know. I really enjoy it, I but just, that's I also like I watch it because Dwight Schrute is <laughs> the best character.
0: Sorry, I, I, oh that's me and Andrew have
1: argued about this. A that's many fair. Times.
0: I just I'm not into it.
1: Teach their own man.
0: Uh, cool. And then of course we have Brad Bird. Brad Bird, known for writing and directing some of the like best animated movies. Yeah, for real. Like ever. Like mm-hmm. Iron Giant, the original Incredibles, so good. Uh, Ratatouille. Like, mm-hmm. like just those three alone are his three biggest things. Mm-hmm. And they're
1: so good. <laughs> it's it's wild because like they're also very like different, but they're all just incredible. Like, yeah. Ratatouille, you watch that and, like, that gives me feels like, yeah, through man. talking about, like, food and things, like, and, and for me like, I'm a big guy, I enjoy food, but like, it doesn't make me cry, I don't know, I could. But, like, Have you just, ever had Remy's Ratatouille, though? Uh, I guess I have to, because yeah. apparently I'm gonna have a flashback at the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other people in the restroom like, is he good? And I'm sitting there like... <gasps> Mother! <laughs> Mother, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> um... And then the Incredibles, though, like, there, there's there's no tears or anything, but it's just very, like, it's just so fun and yeah. so energy-filled, so... Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the second Incredibles? I thought it was pretty good. Like, um, it was definitely, like, aimed at the younger audiences, because right from the get-go, I was, like, all the twists they were going for, I was, like, way ahead of, like, oh, okay, it's this person. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And then um, the extra superheroes and stuff I thought was a nice touch, Those like, getting fun. to see the different dynamic powers... Um, and how, like, the family, like, kind of fits into that. Um, so as a whole, like, it wasn't anything, like, huge and revolutionary. Um, some of it did feel like it was like, hey, remember The Incredibles? That movie was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, hope you like Incredibles again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, the things that they did add to, like, I thought were really fun. Like, Jack-Jack's whole bit, obviously. That was, was the best. That was, was so best part of Like, him and the raccoon and stuff just so got me every good. time. Um... But but otherwise, yeah, I I feel like they could have tried, like, a little more, like, exciting things. Um, Because, yeah, I felt like some of the stuff, it was just like, oh, that's clearly the bad guy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. I I did enjoy myself, though. All right. We have a whole episode on it, if anyone ever wants to listen.
0: Sponsored by an old episode of Welcome Back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, He's also, of course, like, he's been... Creative team at Pixar for many years uh, yeah. on movies like Inside Out, Monsters University, Up, Wally, like just like the bet, like just the best ones. Seriously though, like <laughs> <laughs> maybe not Monsters University, but yeah. Inside Out, Up, and Wally. Mm-hmm. I
1: haven't seen Brave honestly. And I, I, I saw Brave. I really liked it. I've heard
0: it's great, but yeah. i just never
1: watched oh, it. That's fair. And I don't like Toy Story three. Toy Story three, yeah. Uh, I hot take. I'm eh. I'm kind of. Yeah, I. But I also remember like watching like Toy Story over and over and over, yeah, and, Toy over Story and over and over again. Like my so shit. yeah, so um, it was kind of such high expectations. It's kind of hard to follow up on that. Yeah, but. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, overall, Brad Bird is just like he makes and, me cry.
1: Yeah, he's so good at what
0: he does. Yeah, and I just want him to like keep keep pumping doing out stuff it, that like, makes me just, cry. Like and like, there's always a huge gap in his projects, but mm-hmm. like. They're to- it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Like between Iron Giant and The Incredibles, there was five years. Yeah. Then between The Incredibles and Ratatouille, there was three years. Yeah. And then Ratatouille was his last like thing that he wrote mm-hmm. before Incredibles Two, which was eleven years later. Yeah. It's
1: wild, mm-hmm. but like, even even if I don't love Incredibles Two. It's still compared like, to, like, a lot of animated films that have come out, like... It's still I, head and shoulders above a lot of them. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He, he just think, absolutely killing it. I think it's such an expectation he's set that it's, like, Incredibles 2. It's like, ah, it didn't blow my, like... It wasn't the yeah. first Incredibles. And yeah, it's like exactly. That's its biggest fault, is that it's, yeah, like, it's exactly. a sequel. Yeah, exactly. It's still, like, a great film, like... Yeah. And, yeah, it's so good. Uh, Brad Bird. Brad Bird. Brad thank uh, you. For making me cry, (laughs) Um,
0: yeah. I mean, overall, like this movie is so good. Mm -hmm. The entire team is great. The animators, the animators, animators. I needed to say that word correctly. (laughs) The animators are like the animation in this movie is so. It's
1: so great. I love that. Like the backgrounds are all these amazing, like almost uh, like still life paintings. Like by themselves, they look amazing. Yeah. And like even like when Hogarth is walking through the forest and shining the flashlight, like it looks so good. Yeah. It's just this rich moment of you're just like you're you're enjoying this and it's almost like building up the reality. Like (laughs) um, cats are going crazy. Everybody, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's so good. Chill out. but it's, it's building up this, this reality of like, hey, this is what you're going to experience for the rest of the film. You're going to see these landscapes and stuff. Um, and then throughout the rest of it just gets better and better and And the animation style with the characters, what's so cool is they they have these really smooth moments where it's subtle, but then when they really need to, they almost have these caricature kind of like things like uh, Ted when he's screaming in the back of his car, like it looks like his head's gonna pop off, yeah. but like because we have been watching the film and like with like the the whole style of animation, it's like, oh yeah, that's not weird it's he turned it to a muppet for a second, yeah, like but it's still like it's part of it, and it makes it look so smooth
0: that that happens also um when he gets when the door gets slammed on the agent's face yeah it's just like, like stretches stretches out. his like eyes like popping out of his yeah, head yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. and then it like sucks back and it's just mm-hmm. like it's like just there for a
1: second but it's just enough for you to be like oh shit mm-hmm. and it's cool because uh because i've been trying to teach myself animation i've been learning i have to do frames like that um to make it look even more seamless and realistic um like, some of it, uh, the whole thing was like, people who animate, like, a ball or whatnot, they make it turn into, like, a noodle almost yeah. before it hits the ground and stuff like that. So watching that happen to people, and when people pause on those frames, they're like, well, these animators clearly don't know. But it's like, no, that's what makes it look so yeah. smooth. This whack, his eyes flying out of his head, or, like, um, Hogarth's leg just stretching across the frame. Yeah. Like, little things like that. Yeah, um, you have to, like, yeah. animation is all about breaking
0: the rules of reality. Yeah. Just to make it look right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you can
0: like that happens in video games a lot because I know mm-hmm. more about video game stuff than I do about like regular
1: mm-hmm.
0: animation is like, yeah, sometimes they just have to do shit that doesn't work. Like in reality. Mm-hmm. They have to break it so that when you're looking at it it looks totally normal and oh, fine. Because if they didn't do it, you'd be like, that's not realistic. It's like, mm-hmm. well no, it's extremely not realistic. Yeah but it makes it look right so mm-hmm. deal with it like <laughs> yeah. what do you want it's like the the like the in a lot of platformers they'll give you coyote time oh yeah when yeah, you're yeah. like running off an edge they mm-hmm. always give you like a cut like just an extra frame or two mm-hmm. where you can still jump because it's like if they actually ended it at that thing everyone would hate it because they're yep. like ah, i'm jumping at the end yeah. of the thing like why can't i jump it's like well mm-hmm. you're it's reaction it's a whole thing yeah it's reaction time and like your brain is, like, trying to time it, but you're moving it. And there's a million things happening, so it's, like, <laughs> it has to figure out something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It has to bounce up. Uh, what did you think of, like, the the merging of the 3D animation and the 2D animation? I think it looks great.
0: Yeah. I think, like, like, it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Like, in a lot of movies, like, it's very just, like... Oh, Often that, it can stand yeah. out, yeah. It's very... But, like, they did a very good job of stylizing both of the styles to mm-hmm. make it just seamless. Like, it's just, like... Yeah. Like, he goes... Like, the Iron Giant goes from being, you know, hand-drawn to, like, he jumps into the air and he's, like, suddenly 3D, but you don't notice a difference. It's just, like, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. moving. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's how he moves. Like, I don't know what That's the giant, dude. Come on. That's dude. how he goes. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you even want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it works
1: mm-hmm. great.
0: Especially, like, with the the little screw at the end.
1: Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things that I think is... Like you said, it's really tough for animators to um, merge working on, like... Because they're working on the backgrounds, making them look gorgeous as possible. Then you have this layer of you have to make frame-by-frame these drawings, and then you're also adding in, like, 3D animation. And the fact that they made them, like, so seamless, like... Um, it's so impressive. Like another example of that is like a, the show Invader Zim there's some episodes where yeah. they take like 3D animation and merge that in and that just blows my mind because I'm like sitting there trying to figure out regular animation. I'm like so y'all just layering all this stuff <laughs> just to show off how cool you are but no it's still it looks it looks phenomenal. Like the yeah. beginning with the water and stuff like it doesn't fully register for me. It's like that's a, that's a 3D rendered thing yeah. so that the giant can be 3D so that like when the boat parts it looks like good and then suddenly it's these well-painted rocks in the lighthouse and it's like that's all happening in what like 40 seconds but it's it's all just amazing yeah it's
0: like it's very similar as to uh i mean obviously it's different but it's similar in style to the spider-verse stuff yeah like each spider-man is a different kind of animation and they're all happening next to each other and you're just like how are you that's not fair come on man (laughs) He can't just have
1: ah oh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> but you still love it, right? Like I'm Peter Parker. He makes sense in the world. Somehow. Yeah, like I have, oh man, I love that movie oh, so it's, much. It's it's incredible. So good. Mm-hmm.
0: I love Spider oh, So I rewatched good. it a little while ago, and I was just like, this movie's so fucking. This movie's so good. I
1: I also just rewatched it to show my girlfriend because yeah. she hadn't seen it, <laughs> and like. Both just really enjoyed it. So um,
0: good. It's so good. The, that skyscraper jump gets me oh, every, every time. time. Yes. So good. It's there's a wonderful. Everyone should check out this video. I think it's by the YouTube channel called Sideways. I can't remember mm-hmm. who it's by, but there's a YouTube video about the music of Spider Verse. Okay. And how like the themes are th- like what themes are being used and when they're being used and like. And, cool. yeah, he like shows the difference, which I never noticed. But in the in the like soundtrack version of the uh, "What's Up Danger" song, okay, I think it's just called "Danger." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like it's just the like the trap beat and the rapping mm-hmm. and like all that stuff, and it sounds great. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but in the movie, they add in Miles's theme, so oh, it's okay. like this like merging of like Miles's life and his like thematic, like cinematic theme of music. Okay. As they're like, as he's falling, so it like it's it's just so good, it's just so good. I could talk about the movie forever, and we already did a whole episode on it.
1: Sponsored by another welcome back episode. I wish uh, in the podcast we could capture Sam's face that whole time because that was just, <laughs> there was just so much passion, the rosy cheeks, everything. I that was great. Love Spider Verse. Oh, it's, it's one it's of amazing. my all-time favorite movies. Like, I, I would so completely great. agree. It's, I think it's, it's
0: definitely up there. Probably like one of my like it's top ten for sure, mm-hmm. if not top five.
1: It's so good. It, um, you talking about Spider Verse reminded me though. It's it's funny how much the Iron Giant like. There's little things in the movie that like have. Uh, influenced other movies. The yes. The first one that comes to mind is Big Hero 6. Yeah, Big I haven't Hero seen Six. Big Hero 6, actually. You haven't? No. Oh, um, Tell me all about it, Jetty. Okay, I... Are Regale you okay me with spoilers.
0: With your... uh, like, I mean, I know the brother dies.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not going to go full <laughs> spoilers. Uh, I'm going to go as vague as possible, but... And there... the robot is from his brother or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's lots of things in Big Hero 6 that, like, um, like the relationship between Hero and Baymax to uh, Hogarth and the Giant are very similar. Oh yeah, that um, makes like, sense. Like there's this whole scene where uh, Hero's going through a warehouse to find these nanobots, and Baymax is just getting in the way constantly. And it's very like it almost mirrors like in a in a in a similar sense the the scene where um, Hogarth is like talking to the Giant, the whole like rock tree thing. He's like, yeah. no, you can't follow me home. And then he's like, no, but I wanna. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no, then, but and then that similar um and then like following that Baymax has a scene where he's low on batteries, so he's sitting there like walking around basically and he's trying to sneak into the house but he's like low batteries <laughs> and he's just like stumbling around and he picks up a cat and he's like hairy baby like it's just very silly um i highly recommend Big Hero 6 cuz i believe it won an oscar for best animated when it came out did it really i i could be wrong um, I That's can't remember I it. if it was competing Good. with Frozen and Frozen One, or if Frozen no, won the year before awesome. and it won. Um, I that could be awesome. crazy. Um, did Iron Giant win anything? Oh no, I don't, so. I don't think Iron Giant did. I was saying Big Hero Six. I know.
0: I was just checking.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. think
0: it did. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah,
1: honestly, I would what, give one the
0: Best uh, Animator that year. I'm gonna look it up. I'm I Boy give the Iron Giant, Big
1: Hero 6. the Bun Boy award of best. <laughs> there you go. Best honor that I can give. Uh, Big Hero, Hero. One, one Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't crazy. But yeah, uh, it won an Oscar. Yeah, one best
0: animated feature film of the year. And
1: you watch, you watch Big Hero Six after watching The Iron Giant, and it's like there are so many parallels throughout the film, and they're all so great, and and it and I love that because I love the movie Big Hero Six. I love that the Iron Giant inspired that film, and even if it's something like maybe it didn't at all, but that cultural impact of like the idea of like falling in love with like a machine that like can care and stuff like that—I think yeah. that's really cool. Like the 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 kind of like oh, I'm I'm an outcast boy. I'm so smart, and other kids don't understand me, but this cool robot does. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I don't know, I, I like that trope a yeah. lot, and I think it's really fun.
0: Uh, so just looking at it, it doesn't look like. Iron Giant was nominated for any Oscars, which is some
1: bullshit. That's, that's a...
0: That's uh, but it won a bunch of other stuff. It won a BAFTA. It won a bunch nice. of Annie Awards. Nice. I'm going to look up what animated movies got nominated right here. It
1: better be just the Iron Giant six times and one other movie that won it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Academy Awards. Sorry, everybody. This is
0: going to take a second. Winner, In the meantime, winners. here is...
1: People music. Wow, are you Rick and Morty? Hey, it's me, Rick. I <laughs> couldn't even get through that bit. <laughs> Waiting for night. Winners in 1999. Oh, yeah. Animated.
0: Well, I'll just pull up all of them and oh, yeah find out. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> Sorry, the first thing that popped up was Best Picture, which was uh, Shakespeare in Love, which deserved it. But also the first name was Harvey Weinstein. Ooh. Oops.
1: That's uh, going to uh, be a yikes for me. Uh, Direction,
0: cinematography, costume, costume, directing, documentary, film editing, foreign language, makeup, music. Music, music, best picture, short film animated, short film action sound. Apparently, animated effects? doesn't
1: exist, and that's why The Iron right Giant. Giant. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Oh, it actually isn't. Yeah, animation isn't its own category. Oh, yeah. When did that get introduced, I wonder? That's a good question. Well, guess what? I guess The Iron Giant wins an Oscar in our minds. Yeah, it can win an Oscar. There's in no our other heads. animated films that came out at all in
0: 1999.
1: That, that's wild, because, like. Yeah. Um. I bet you anything you go to 2000, though, and it's probably, like, there's got to be a film that won, like, Best Animated in 2000. Because, let's find out. Um,
0: No? Really? I wonder when that happened. Because Toy Story won an Oscar, or something won an Oscar in, like, I think it was Toy Story. Let's find out. Look at us going on this little journey. We're
1: going on an adventure. Gonna find animated films. Now I can't remember. I'm just gonna look up Toy Story. That's that's yep. That makes sense. Sorry, everybody.
0: We want to learn some things. Toy Story, 1995. Yeah. Oh, nominated for three Oscars. It got nominated for Oscars, but it didn't
1: win. Nominated for Oscar. What was yeah, the yeah best writing? Oh, so it's yeah best yeah. Best music. Not even animation. Best music, yeah. Or animated film. I wonder when that happened. I'm not gonna look it up, but. That's, re- that's really interesting. Too know. many. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was a later edition, but I just don't know when it happened. Oh, we were going to. Oh, I was going to look at what? Big Hero 6. If it won. It did.
1: Oh, it did. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, an yes, 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 animated yes. feature film. Um, I wonder why. It- I guess like it kind of makes sense because like the whole Oscars thing was just like a big like celebration of like the teams behind things, and animated films weren't as popular as like cartoons and stuff. But like, like, but the mid
0: '90s was like the Disney resurgence. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't like they weren't popular. The Lion King came out. Like, yeah. You Hmm. know, like I don't know. That's that's hmm. The Oscars are fucking weird, anyway. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Hashtag <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the the day the Oscars were ruined for me was the day I found out that people campaign to win Oscars. What do you mean? Like, like, if you go to LA around nomination season, yeah. there will be billboards and posters that say like uh, the movie title, and then it will be like, like when I was in New York, I saw posters for. Uh, the kindergarten teacher starring, like, for Maggie Gyllenhaal for, for your consideration for best actress in a feature film. Really? Yeah. That's. And people will, like, go to lunches wild. with producers and, like, go to parties and, like, do all this, like, that's some like, dystopian stuff. To, like, right win there. an award. So, like, every Oscar award, I'm always just like, man, like. Go up to the front and be on. like, I'm so
1: thankful that the people who came to my lunch. Yeah, in- and <laughs> some people
0: have actually done that. There are speeches where it's just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm glad I had lunch with the right people.
1: <laughs> like that has happened. Like that's a, that's why
0: so many people. That's why people like always think they're producers and always think they're agents. It's like not just because they help them get the part. It's because like those are the people that got them into Good. those lunches, into
1: wow. those parties, into those things to get them an award. It's nonsense. I just want to lean into a mic if I ever win an award and be like, I want to thank the people who took me to Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh I had a I had a quick Q. Um, cute. Yeah. Um uh, so I believe if I'm remembering correctly the original book mm-hmm. the Iron G- the Iron Man yes is used as a metaphor for the industrial revolution. I haven't read the very book. Different. Again, that's different. I Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's changed mm-hmm. and it's set in a wildly different time mm-hmm. period. Um mm-hmm. For the movie, where the giant then becomes a metaphor for nuclear war,
1: yeah, quite lit like it's there. It's mm-hmm. like they shoot oh, yeah, a nuke at it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally see one of the comics says the Red Menace, and they're constantly referring to Sputnik and like yeah. the whole like
0: thing. very Cold War yeah, yeah, yeah. Era. Oh yes,
1: like we're on
0: the verge of getting a nuke shot at us, mm-hmm. America. Um, I just want to you know, like. I guess this is a question about, like, adaptations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, are, do you feel like, I mean, like, as much as we love the movie yes, and stuff, do you feel like it is doing the book an injustice in any way
1: by adapting it and changing it? Um, I think to an extent, because, like, the original writer, like, did clearly have, like, a vision of, like, this is what this means, this is, like, what I want intended but I'm not sure if that intent would translate as well to, f- to film and also like with the whole thing with, like, referring to Sputnik, the Red Menace, and stuff like that, I think it, it dates the film very quickly, and it makes it so we're in the mindset of, oh, this is the time we're watching this, when people are afraid of nukes. Like, kids are watching in classrooms, the whole duck and cover thing. Like, that's yeah. a real thing that happened. Yeah. Like it's these... the era
0: that Brad Bird grew up
1: in. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think to have those in the film, and to have those, like, kind of analogies and metaphors, and, like, talking about, like like uh, like, weapons and stuff, like, I think that's... It makes for a stronger film and, I think, a stronger message that now, like, we're talking lots about, like, things like gun control, weapon violence, and things on a daily basis. And, like, I think that idea of, like, um, putting your gun down even when you're afraid, like, that's, like, um, I think that's huge. And and that that stands out so much to me, like, the whole thing of, like, he's acting defensively, right? That, like, constant, like, the fight won't stop unless, like, we stop, right? So, I don't know. That's my hot take on that. But. That's not a hot take. I think that's just a take. <laughs> yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it's a mild take. It's the, mi- it's just like a little, a little mild take, uh,
0: mm-hmm. a lukewarm take, as they, as they say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I am in, I am inclined to agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think when people get upset about adaptations, it's because like the movie is bad. Yeah, you know, like the yeah, thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. it, that they adapted into is not the thing that was in their head mm-hmm. like or the books were super popular and so they were like oh let's make it into a movie but then yeah because it's a different medium you have to cut different stuff certain oh, themes don't play as well like there mm-hmm. there is a lot of stuff like even just tra- changing a book because like a movie is never really in first person it's always oh, in yeah. third person mm-hmm. whereas a book you can be like in the mind of of whoever and yeah, have their thoughts being read to you and like you can
1: yeah you can know like,
0: what they're thinking the entire time whereas like yeah. in a movie that's hard i can do a okay. close-up on someone while they're thinking but i don't know what they're thinking yeah you know
1: unless you do that one first person film they did whatever that was called. yeah
0: <laughs> uh hardcore henry <laughs> yeah that's what... <laughs> <laughs> they've done a cu- there's a couple other ones that's the big one yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah I but like mm-hmm. i think i think it it is up to the adaptation. I mean, like... Oh, absolutely. Like, it's the same with... I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm going to watch it soon. Spoilers for the uh, later episode of the podcast. Uh, the sponsored Shining. Sponsored by a later episode. Yeah, sponsored <laughs> by a future episode. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, uh, the, but The Shining. Yeah. The book oh, so and good. the movie are wildly different. Oh, absolutely. Things, from what I understand. I haven't read the book or seen the movie. They're both incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I'm. I'm glad you are. Uh, it's gonna be spooky, probably. Mm-hmm. H- here's Johnny. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> is that how he sounds? Here's, here's Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a nervous pubescent kid. <laughs> jo- Johnny. Cha, jo- jo- Johnny. <laughs> Line. Mom knocking on the bathroom door. Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it. it adaptations really come down to how good is the thing mm-hmm. that gets adapted. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the same with, like, some of, like, one of my favorite movies, Arrival, is an adaptation of a short story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I just finished watching Good Omens on Amazon, which is mm-hmm. an adaptation of the book, which is apparently very accurate, mm-hmm. but I think with Good Omens, as much as it's accurate, I think it's a detriment to the mm-hmm. show. Interesting. Because there's only six episodes. Yeah. Of the show compared to, like, a three, four hundred page book or something. Yeah, that's true. So a lot of it has to be sped through, mm-hmm. but it still feels slow. Yeah. It's very weird. The, like, adaptation stuff of Good Omens, I think, would be a very interesting. It, for someone smarter than me to, like, look at.
1: hmm
0: In comparison to, like, a single Harry Potter movie. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um but, I mean, it's the same thing with Harry Potter. People yeah. praise the movies mm-hmm. and praise the books, but they're wildly different from yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And for good reason. Like, there there has to be different themes that are explored. Like, there are different Absolutely. people making those things.
1: And there's some things that just, like, y- if you want the movie to be perfectly accurate, you're basically going to have a reading of the book, meaning you're going to have a long movie. Yeah. So And there's no... I don't think that's the point. Like, as mm-hmm. much as I
0: really dislike the movie, Watchmen mm-hmm. is the most imperfect perfect adaptation that there ever could be.
1: Absolutely. I, I agree. And I, I enjoy Watchmen so... I really don't like so, the movie. Uh, but the book is
0: like fucking just so good. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane how good that those books are.
1: My favorite thing though, uh, kind of off topic with the Watchmen, is when uh, Rorschach, is hopping up there and I saw this video and he's like and all the people, they will look to me and say, it's rare. <laughs> and i just lost it <laughs> i just like that got me so good it's good It's um, that's great but as a whole like i i really liked watchmen but i i do agree though like if you if you read like through the books or anything you're just like this is way up here and yeah. then it's it's hard to like condense a lot of things like um and just yeah make it as enjoyable yeah and there's a there's
0: a great captain christian video uh, I watch a lot of video essays. Um, there's a great crap Captain Christian video about Watchmen called "Adapting the Un- Unadaptable," okay. which is just him talking about like, yeah, the structure of the books is so wildly—it's impossible. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could ever translate this to that, even if you're using this as your storyboard, yeah. which he, ba- which Snyder basically did. Yeah, but it, it becomes a detriment. But then even Snyder has talked about, it, and I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think three hundred is like the only movie of his that I enjoy. And it's just like goofy and ridiculous. Like Kicking it's not, people
1: in the hole of the movie. Yeah, like it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: fun, whatever, who cares? Yeah. Um But he said, like, my job isn't to make this into a movie. My job is to get people to read the book.
1: Okay. And yeah, I thought yeah.
0: that's a very I think that's the best way to think about mm-hmm. doing an adaptation, especially for something as difficult as The Watchmen. I think that's yeah. where that sort of lives because like after watching Good Omens I don't really want to read Good Omens
1: Yeah, because
0: I don't think I'm going to get anything out of it but Mm -hmm. watching the Watchmen a lot of people were like oh I'm going to go read the book now Mm -hmm. I read the book first because my mom heard about the movie and then she Mm -hmm. was like have you read this and I was like no and then she brought it (laughs) home the next day and she was like here you go read it I was, like, I was, like, get educated. I was, like, 13. Like, she was, like, you need to read this. And I was, like, okay. And I was, like, <laughs> reading it, like, in math class. <laughs> and then, like, there's, like, scenes of people, like, naked and getting, like, their heads blown off. And I'm, like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, four plus four is, uh, eight. <laughs> yeah, my friends made fun of me for reading it. Really? Yeah, they were like, why are you reading this? Why are there naked people? I was like, it's really good. You don't get it, guys.
1: It's really good. (laughs) It's like those memes where it's like uh, me while I'm watching the film versus when my parents walk in. (laughs) It's always like something just whack. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then... the movie came out, and everyone was like, have you dude know about the Watchmen? And I was like, oh, it's so cool, man. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I ran it in class. You guys may find me for reading it. No,
1: we didn't. We thought it was so cool. No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> What's uh, What's? I don't
1: understand Deborah. that reference, but your voice is
0: getting me. It's uh Everybody Loves Raymond. Red. Oh, okay. Yeah, De- yeah, yeah, yeah. Debra. Debra. <laughs> Hey, bro.
1: Ray Romano <laughs> always sounds like I've got a gumball stuck in my throat. Remember Ice Age? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant segue. Oh, like, dude, yeah. I do, I do love Ice Age. I guess I just have such a soft spot for animated films. And like watching Ice What's Age, Ice Age is either? just a, a weird. It's really, it's, real it's weird. really weird. Like you've got like you've got <laughs> Ray Romano as Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano got, with tusks. You've got it's a leash as a sloth <laughs> and then you've got like just an aggressive cat yeah <laughs> and then a child yeah <laughs> like, but it works it's great yes oh it's okay. So the still the dodo scene just wham, <laughs> like all of it um,
0: uh what what are some of your fa- what's like your other than Iron Giant
1: what's your favorite mm-hmm. like animated movie uh favorite animated movie um I actually really liked Riker Ralph when it came out, but yeah. I also love things John C. Riley has his hand in. Um, That's true. He's he's just so talented. He really is. Um, uh, his version of uh, I don't know if you'll know it, but his version of um, Mr. Cellophane is oh, the best version. Chicago. Oh, yeah.
0: absolutely! It's so good.
1: I uh, I did that for a music class, um, and it was like one of my first projects. I got like over a hundred on because I just like watched John C. Riley's performance, so I like made sure to get his movements in and stuff because I was so scared about singing in front of people and like and then I watched other people as they sang they didn't move while they sang so <laughs> I did it and I thought it was gonna get like lose me points but then they actually like the class was like laughing along but in like a good way. They were like, yep. oh this is so quirky and fun. And I was like, thank you, John C. Riley Thank <laughs> you to
0: John C. Riley this performance I copied.
1: Thank I, you. I, <laughs> I, I like leaned in front of the class, this performance was sponsored by a future future episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a future episode of a podcast that doesn't exist yet. And everyone else in the
1: room is, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> um. um uh, uh, well, actually. <laughs> um. But yeah. So uh, I like Rocky Ralph a lot. Um. Man, animated films. Uh, right when I go to think about them, I really liked when I was younger. The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's I really classic, enjoyed it. Yeah. One. Like the music, super good. Um. It was just so much fun. The one um, movie that everyone thinks Tim Burton directed, but he really didn't. Yeah. Which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's me doing blow-up hands. That's not going to translate well. That's just going to be nope. static. It's okay. There's a.
0: This is sort of random, off-topic, real mm-hmm. quick. There are a few episodes ra- right after Infinity War of the podcast yeah. where we were filming... Mm-hmm at the same time because originally we had this idea to like film the podcast and then Andrew could like edit it down to like quick little things that we could like put on YouTube and stuff Okay, which didn't pan out just because of like recording issues and blah 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 sure. but we do visual bits <laughs> we do bits that, that like we know don't work over just just, just the audio <laughs> but they hilarious. work for visual <laughs> stuff there's like a couple times where like I get up in a huff and I like pretend to like flip the table and I like walk away so all they hear is
1: uh ah,
0: Hmm. Like, the, but they don't even hear that. Like, it's just like you hear like the chair move and then a couple footsteps. Like it's a, like it's really it's, it's just so weird trying to figure it out. But yeah, but I left funny. it in because I thought we were going to put up these videos, <laughs> and then we never put up the videos. So if that's you listen sad. to some of those episodes, there are visual gags and we like talk to the camera at points it's this whole thing that's it's this incredible. weird little like, chunk of welcome back and
1: then we just stopped <laughs> <laughs> it's that's very funny. strange i love that that was very off topic but I oh just, no that, that was great <laughs> that, well because i've been doing lots of hand gestures when i'm talking and stuff and like and i'm realizing like it's just gonna be my weird voice it's just um, your voice not yeah, your weird just, voice just your regular oh, voice wow thanks you have a regular voice do i no. Oh, maybe I wanted to be weird. <laughs> um, yeah, other anime. It's it's weird. You ask someone, that and they don't. Oh, Atlantis. Ooh, yes. I love yeah, Atlantis. Atlantis. I think,
0: I think, Iron Giant, Atlantis, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, and Emperor's New Groove, so so good. good. And um Poison
1: for Goose. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Rotel Dorado. Oh, Rotel Dorado is incredible. All,
0: yeah, all exist in this like weird era of just like amazing animated movies mm-hmm. that are like that people love like if you ask anybody they're like oh man that's oh, such I a good movie. movie
1: but it's always a reaction
0: of man i haven't watched it in so long yeah. i love that yeah it's so good i like i watched emperor's new groove like a
1: few years ago and i was mm. just like fuck this movie's great it's, it's just so good so funny the the meta humor in it the the comedic timing like yeah. cronk Patrick Warburton, thank you so, for existing. Yeah, so <laughs> like, good. He came to Edmonton and I missed him and I'm so sad. Sucks to suck. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's just so good. It's so good. Same <laughs> with
0: El Dorado. Rodale El awesome. awesome.
1: amazing. I think what I really enjoy is, like, in these animated films, there's lots of, like, uh, you watch them, they're they're beautiful to watch, yeah. but then also the the comedy is aimed at, like, all ages, and they have just, yes. like, lots of fun with these, like, way over-the-top characters, like, all the time, like, uh, yeah. Miguel and Tulio and Rotel Dorado. They are, like, caricatures of the rogue and the bard yeah. and the party. Well,
0: well, I just watched this video about it, which is why I had that thought, um, mm of how Road to El Dorado is, like, uh, an extension of these old classic films of, like, this Road to series. Like, this Road, oh, okay. Road to Morocco, Road to Bali, I think, Road to, like, all these different places okay. that starred the same two guys as the same two characters always going on these, like, crazy, weird meta adventures where they would, like, sing songs and talk to the audience and, like, make jokes about, like... That's they'll do cool. they'll do like the same bit in different movies, mm-hmm. but in one it works and then another one it works and then in the third one, as they're doing it, the like bad guy just like hits them on the head and they fall down and they're like, What happened? That always works, and then they go, He must have seen the picture. <laughs> like, and then they keep going. Like it's just yeah, these yeah. small little bits, and how Rota El Dorado is just like an extension of that, and like taking those ideas to the full extent of just being like, yeah. This is what this is at its core it's very interesting. That's cool. I love Road to El Dorado. It's probably one of my favorites ever. But those That's characters so are very much based on those two archetypes of, mm-hmm. like, the guy who always has a plan, and it's like, this is how things are going to go, and then the guy who's just like, I don't know, this thing.
1: <laughs> That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I guess I ruined everything again, but it'll work out because I have plot armor. Yeah. It's it's great.
0: And just, yeah, uh, yeah I love the Road to El Dorado. Oh, it's Although, so good. There's a lot of those, like, that era of animation that is just mm-hmm. like so good mm-hmm. and i and i wish we had more of that yeah. happening. Because like uh, in the past few years the only ones i can really think of are like Inside Out was great, but when Inside did out. that come out? 2014? I think something like that, yeah, like, it was a while ago. Then well, Spider-Verse, your, Spider-verse amazing. obviously, but like Moana i that, thought was really strong. Moana well. was really good, but it yeah. just it felt just like, yeah, this is another yeah. Disney Pixar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it that's didn't fair. feel like, holy shit, this is great. You know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't one of those, at least for me. I that's know fair. some people love it to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Spider Verse was, holy shit, this is great. Oh, so, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. So good. The, so the good. Final chapter, holy, again, make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. yeah, like, the, the, I can't really remember. Any other big ones that are, that have just been like, oh man, this is so fucking, yes! Yeah, that's a good one. And we're point. about to get like the biggest animated movie, the biggest, the most anticipated animated movie ever, Frozen 2. Oh yeah, that's like, true. The, like, it's I'm... just so weird. Because even Frozen, I was like, it's good!
1: It's good, it's good! i pop probably near, your... I
0: don't enjoy Frozen very much. That's entirely fair. <laughs> I, do, I have nothing against you for that. I think it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine.
1: Yeah. It works... It's, it's a good. movie, like, I'd watch because I know my nieces love it. The music, yeah. like, it's beaten into my head and stuff. I was just like, Hot Takes Let It Go cool. is, like, fine. <laughs> defying Gravity, but no, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, which is also, like, Defying Gravity is the... Hot Take is the only good part of Wicked. Uh, Fair. <laughs> I don't like Wicked. Uh, sorry, musical theater people. Idina <laughs> uh, Menzel is amazing. Oh, She's so talented. She's so talented. Uh, but Definitely I mine. just, so good. I just, I'm not a fan of Wicked. I'm not a fan of Frozen. <laughs> that's yeah, that's
1: fair. Yeah, it's are you ready for Let It
0: Go <laughs> 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 Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's like I, I, I saw it and uh, I was like, okay, this looks kind of neat. They got weird powers and magical stuff for Frozen too. And then I was like, oh, it's Josh Gad screaming <laughs> into a microphone, yeah, while things happen behind him. And and that for me, it's like. Why do these things need to happen that become these, like, crazy bits? That's like, ha-ha, isn't that so funny? Olaf's in peril. But then you have a scene where it's like the giant is chasing Hogarth. Hogarth's running, falls down. The giant mimics the thing he does. And that is inherently funny without overloading us or yeah. making it all about a character's like, look how zany I can scream. Yeah. Whoa! But it's, like, it's telling story, and it's also hilarious and heartwarming. Yeah, it's and-
0: it's great. It's, like... Spider-Verse, I think, is is where that really has that line Mm -hmm. of, like, one second, it's so fun. This is having me in stitches, Mm -hmm. and then two seconds later, Peter B. Parker is, like, saying goodbye, and I'm in tears. And I'm just like, (laughs) I can't deal with this. Like, it's too much. Like, it's just, there is not a lot of animated movies. There's not a lot of movies that do that, period. Like, forget animation. Like, there's not a lot of movies that can walk that line Mm -hmm. in that same way. Hmm. There are movies that are very funny, and there are movies that are very sad. But I, yeah. I currently, I don't have any movies that are coming at, coming to my brain that, that are, like, walk that line going. of like they are perfectly balancing these heartwarming moments and also the hilariousness
1: yeah. that can come with that. I don't... I can't think of it. I should either. recommend... I, I do recommend Big Hero 6 because it definitely has that. Yeah. Um, though I'm that was 2015, 2016, so still like three, four years ago now. Oh my gosh, it's 2019. Almost it's about to be 2020,
0: boys. I'm going to have
1: 2020 vision. Oh, uh, yuck. Anyway. Yeah. I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's just so good. Um, I asked you this kind of earlier, but I did want to like talk about it. Uh, what are your thoughts on, like, like crying during a film, or like oh like right, that kind of thing. yeah, we real quick because we're at the end of this. Oh surprisingly. yeah, surprisingly, holy shit! Look at us
0: go! Look at us just goofing and gaffing, go, and just goofing around. around, just just good goofs. Uh, yeah, I I don't cry at things. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's something... there's something wrong with my brain. That's fair. Uh, yeah,
1: just broken Jesus. inside.
0: Um. Uh yeah, I I. I can get very emotional, mm. and I can reach a point where like I feel like other people would cry. Yeah, I think that's happened. There have been movies that have gotten me so close, like mid nineties, almost made me cry, mm. which was weird. Like I yeah, was like yeah. not expecting it at all in that movie, but there was just this scene that I was just like, it just hit me. Like mm. it was just like the right time on the right mm. day, and I was just like, oh god. And if and I talk about it in the episode we did about it, sponsored by another past episode <laughs> of Welcome Back. <laughs>
1: um is sponsored by a recurring bit yeah. <laughs> that's the entire podcast oh fantastic uh, um, <laughs> uh
0: yeah there was a scene that i was like if that had gone on for like another minute i would have mm-hmm. been bawling like yeah. it just like was really getting me um yeah I, i'm not a crier in general <laughs> i don't like mm-hmm. i just don't um which was kind of funny when not funny it was difficult when i was in a my grad play at the academy mm. i played uh this farmer who's like whole family died mm. uh and there's a scene where i like walk on with my dead baby and i like hand it to the uh the what do you call it, a coroner sort of person yeah yeah, yeah. the uh, funeral director sure. person and i just like collapse on the ground crying and I didn't actually cry, but I was just like in that emotional state, physically, and, then, yeah.
1: and like all that. Yeah. But there are
0: other, there were other people in the, like that. The show is about like the flu just destroying this town. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine came up to me afterwards and was like, "How does it feel to be the only person on stage who actually cried?" And I was like, "I did." There was no tears. Yeah. And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "I there was nothing. I was there, but mm-hmm. no actual tears." And she was like, "I can't believe that." l'oreal no tears. So um it's no tears oh on l'oreal
1: oh yeah is that why when i put it in my eyes it hurts
0: yeah ah it's no more tears because oh. it's like it's like there's a couple other words that are like nearby it that hmm. make tears not make any sense <laughs> it's like no more tears like easy to tear scares or like cocaine or something it's like easy to Untangle, Huh. It's something like that. Yeah. Like, it's to, it's for healthy hair, not for not making you cry.
1: Well, it um, made me cry. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't squeeze it into your eyeballs and you're okay. <laughs> well, I want clean <laughs> eyes. No, um, on the note of, of crying and stuff, yeah, I, I cry a lot in films. I was That's sitting true. there, I was like, while we were watching, I was like, you know, um, but I, I don't know that's just a thing like I've always I've been like when I was when I was young I was an emotional kid like someone could jump out of a closet and scream and go bah, and most kids scream in reaction I would just stop <laughs> 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 like so it wasn't like it was weird um, I also learned though how to fake cry a lot when I was little so I would like do this whole thing where I would sympathy and like make you like feel bad by like just being like eh, this person started bullying me and be like <laughs> but um, I don't know I, I like I, I cry a lot in films I've cried in theaters um, oh hell yeah yeah and that's I don't just, think
0: there's anything wrong with it no yeah and that's just the thing like It's people it, do it people don't yeah exactly Andrew cries I pointed at the computer screen. <laughs> Another physical bit. The computer. He the cries. Computer is Andrew. <laughs> the computer gets up and leaves. Like, wow,
1: you just got to help me on air. <laughs> like, it was one time. No, but, Andrew, Andrew cries at, yeah. at movies. There have been like times when we've been
0: in the theater. Like, did you see Logan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, at the end of that movie, I, like, turned to him to, like, start talking about the movie that we just watched. Yeah. And he just goes, don't look at me! Don't look at me! Because <laughs> he's just, like, crying. Like he just don't look, look my shit! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong no, with No, I don't think there's it. anything wrong with I think it's with it.
1: healthy. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wrong. Dead inside. I'm just <laughs> <No>. broken somewhere. <laughs> no, I... On that note... Yeah.
0: That's the end of the podcast. Unless you yeah. have something else you want to put uh, I was just going to quickly
1: talk about Kickstarter a little yeah, more. Because yeah. we were given the little taste uh, teaser yeah. thing. Yeah. Just randomly cut things we're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll be fine. Um, things go over
0: all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. Mm-hmm. I am Jacob Rimple. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias I use, namely
1: Instagram and Twitter. And now you can do your thing. Yeah, so the Kickstarter um, is wrapping up on November 9th. Um, so that is when uh, pledges will be cut off and Kickstarter, if it is backed, will be full swing. We can check right um, now. Yeah. Um, checking right now. We'll um, keep talking. In the, in the meantime, though. Um, so a little teaser um, that I haven't posted about yet. <gasps> um, there's I've made a comic um, that is hopefully coming out Tuesday. Um, and it is a boot, uh, boblin, bobblin, um, and potentially a magic item of sorts. Um, that he will be using um, that may be a, a reference to a classic old tale. Is it that
0: torch that he's holding? Um,
1: it's, <laughs> it's not the torch he's holding. Oh. Um, but uh, So there's going to be a, a wee old story um, that I reference about a young man and a wizard um, pulling something out of a rock. <gasps> and um, with that, though, um, it might be a reference to who Boblin is. <gasps> or maybe it's just a sword. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a twist! What are we twist. at? Twist! What are we at? We are at holy shit! Fourteen thousand one hundred fifty dollars! Hell yeah!
0: Boom! That's seven fifty away from
1: yeah doing it. Yeah, that's hell yeah! Blows my mind. Like people are so amazing, and the fact that like like Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, like Tumblr for a while I was on, um, and and other social medias I'm probably forgetting because I'm the worst. Um, YouTube, that's um, awesome. like and and just like family and friends have been just like like, crowding around this and being like, wow, you made this whack little goblin thing and you've got a story for him? I can't wait to see it. And people are asking me things about it. And, like, it's... Part of it's, like, emotionally overwhelming, but I'm also so excited to tell this story because, um... Uh, I guess another little thing about it, um... A Boblin's stale. a lot of it, I've weaved in my own personal experience with, like, um... Where you're called in life, um... And, like, what... What the call to leadership can mean to someone, but also, um... Like, do you always do the things that others tell you? Or where is that independence in that? Almost like in the Iron Giant when the little boy says, you are who you choose to be. Whoa!
0: What a wild and...
1: Superman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, if you want to check out uh, any of Jacob's stuff, wh- what is your at, what is your handle? Uh,
1: it is at B-U-N-B-O-I... A R T S Bun Boy Arts.
0: Hell yeah, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's everything. Uh, Reddit. It is uh, Bun_Boy um, because that was a name I was holding while I was procrastinating on making the page, and then someone made Bun Boy Arts a Reddit account. After, no, <laughs> they were just like, hey, this is mine now. <laughs> so, some gremlin out there has Bun Boy Arts as a username. <laughs> um, Find but, them. Track them down. <laughs> Hunt them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can check out
0: all of his stuff. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of, like, nerdy video games yeah. and stuff, and D&D and all that sort of stuff, so mm-hmm. I know, like, obviously not all of our audience at Welcome Back, like, mm-hmm. is going to be super into that, but I'm sure there are. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, if I exist, like, there are other people who also have those <laughs> There's crossover. There's, like, three other stuff. people that like D&D. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, like, that's, uh, that's a great, um, overlap there of, of, of nerdiness. Mm. Uh, absolutely. I, I'm very excited. I backed only a little bit of money that i could spare but i backed a little bit and i think everyone listening should back as well oh. uh because i want to see this book get made uh and i, I want to su- make this
1: book so bad hell
0: yeah and i want to mm-hmm. support my boy uh so as of recording you have 11 days when this goes up you'll have 10
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and um yeah check it out kickstarter just search like kickstarter bun boy kickstarter bobblin mm-hmm. it'll pop up absolutely uh a boblin's telegraphic novel and yeah, that's gonna be all on the uh, on the internets. Yes, uh, and I'm sure there are links to uh, all that stuff on your social medias.
1: Yep, as well. it's on in my bio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I also spam the link anytime I post one of my comics. Um, I just uploaded a comic today. Ooh! Um, ooh! It's about the player stereotypes and things. So. Whoa! Yeah, and I've got some banger comics for this week. So
0: hell yeah! yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, normally we do a bit at the end of this. Nice.